Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I need information I needed five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert, an everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. So, um, what's new in your world? Well, Anne Heche has revealed that she was left upset by her Dancing with the Stars elimination after opening up her heart about the romance with Ellen DeGeneres. So as you guys know, she was when she was eliminated, she kind of just stormed out of the show and didn't talk to anybody, didn't talk to media, and nobody really knew why, but this is why. Before her dance, she opened up about her relationship with Ellen and the scrutiny she faced at that time dating a woman in the public eye back in the 90s, right? It was kind of a big deal. And when asked about her exit, she said the honest truth is that it took 20 years to process and share that story, so finally telling it and being voted off on the same night was just not the best feeling. Oh, mm. yeah, I get it, but I mean, you signed up for it, I guess. Yeah, you. What are you supposed to do if people are calling in and you don't get enough votes? It's- Maybe they could have aired it like the first week or second week when she didn't have such a, that. That's the only thing I could think of is it separated from when they because she had been in the last two, I guess, for a while. From what I understand, oh, okay. so maybe it was coming. Um, just timing, I guess. Yeah, but. calm down. Exactly. Ex- yeah. yeah. So, I think she was talking to, I, I could be wrong, I think she was talking to our old buddy Jeremy Parsons from People when she uh, was oh. talking about this. Oh, nice. I saw a little bit on his uh, Insta story yesterday about that, and I think he asked her, oh, goodness, now I'm going to misquote it, if Ellen had helped her at any point um, along, and she said, no, not at all. Oh. I believe. Well, she was already a star before... Uh, we'll, we could talk about it later. Yeah, we'll she, talk about it. We'll talk about it. All right. And uh, Suzanne Summers has undergone neck surgery after falling down the stairs. Mm, no. Yeah. This is all while she was recovering from a fractured hip. <laughs> See, she recently took a spill down the stairs at her home, and she successfully underwent neck surgery. We hear that Summers will post a statement to her fans explaining the reason why this all happened. But the biggest thing the fans are asking about, and not her injury, which is crazy, is they're wondering why her and her husband, Alan, haven't been doing their Facebook Live gatherings called Big at Big Al's Bar. It's their home bar mm-hmm. that they've been doing. So people are really concerned about that, but it's clearly the injuries have something to do with it. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. And lastly, Sarah Silverman has found a new boyfriend, and she didn't even have to leave her apartment. Ooh. Yeah. During an appearance on the Ellen DeGeneres show, the comedian revealed how her budding relationship began after she got back into video games when the coronavirus pandemic hit the U.S. in March. She said, as the world was shutting down, I thought I would just start playing video games again. It just seemed to make sense. Huh. Yeah. And then she said that this guy reached out to her on her Twitter account, offering to play video games online. They started talking, and they never even met. Now they're dating. 
Well, they are. They met now, but Whoa. yeah, for, that's a fun story. Yeah, Donna, you need to get a PS Five. Oh my God, can I borrow yours? I borrow yours. They go on. I think they go on presale today, right? Yeah, the PS Five. Well, I think that they a big batch of them already sold out like three weeks ago. Was they that went it? Okay. bananas? And now they're probably doing some more rollouts of more inventory that's in. But Donna, that could be the key. There you go. All right, for more entertainment news, download the MyTalk app or go to MyTalk1071.com. That is brand new information. MyTalk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on MyTalk1071. Flashback. I told you it dates back to the turn of the century. Bumper music. Don't take it off like you're home alone. You're not dancing in front of the mirror while you're on the phone. Checking your reflection and telling your best Donna just heard that song for the first time yesterday, Grant. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. I never oh heard my that song. I it's know like who's she's singing. Ice Woman. We just thawed her. <laughs> Wait, who's singing that? Nelly. Nelly, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, this is, I was. This is your blind spot. Yes. Uh, just picture me in quarantine for 20 years. <laughs> and then I came out and I'm like, oh, what's this? That's kind of, that's like me with country music, though. That, me with hip hop is me with country. Exactly. You know, a little bit. Appreciate a little bit, but don't right. know a, a lot. A lot of blind spots. You got it, buddy. Speaking of country music. It it's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Well, this is most unfortunate. We heard I Am Grant talking about this in the Dirt Alert. Um, Saturday Night Live has canceled country artist Morgan uh, Wallen's appearance on this week's show. This comes after videos and photos hit the internet of him partying without a mask. And most of it seemed to happen last Saturday in Mm. Alabama, Texas A&M football game. He was hanging out, had no mask on. He's with these college kids. He's doing shots. He's sharing a bottle of whiskey. He's making out with co-eds and all of that. As it turns out (laughs) is against safety protocols. So SNL had no choice. Once that news hit uh, that he was canceled. Then Morgan posted a video where he admitted that he made a huge mistake. He vowed to change things. Here's some of what he said. See what you think of this, uh, Steve. Okay. okay. He said, I'm not positive for COVID, but my actions this past weekend were short sighted. I respect the show's decision because I put them in jeopardy and I apologize to SNL, my fans and my team for bringing me these opportunities. And then I let them down. Hmm. And then he said on a personal note, I have some growing up to do. I think I lost a little of myself. I've uh, tried to find joy in the wrong places, but it's left me with less joy. I'm going to take a step back from the spotlight for a little while and go work on myself. Hmm. And then he said, it may be a while before you hear from me. Uh, I'm going to work on me. I appreciate you all respecting that. He said that Lauren Michaels did give him encouragement and told him that they will find time to make it up. Okay, that's good. Um, now, here's probably why he's taking a step back for a little bit. He got arrested in May 
for public intoxication and disorderly contact outside mm. of Kid Rock's big ass honky tonk and rock and roll steakhouse oh. in Nashville. <laughs> and he didn't break any laws this time around or get arrested, but it looks like maybe he needs to just eh, take a, take some inventory. That sounds like that's a way to use it as a wake up call. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So there you go. I wonder who the, do we know who the musical guest is replacing him? I don't know who that is yet. No. Ooh. Who is hosting this weekend? I have so many Uh, questions. I don't feel like I know the answer to that. It's Saturday Night Live. Thanks, Steve. That's me trying to stretch for us to find it. Uh, Okay, here we go. Post October. David. Spade. Harbor? No. Nope. Okay, what's be... nope? What's to, what's today's date? Here we Today go. Today is the eighth. Okay, ninth. So this would be ten ten. October ten. All right, stand by. Here it comes, everybody. Ooh, I hope it's Drew Barrymore and your host, uh, B- Bill Burr. Nope, that's twenty seventeen. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Hang it on. doesn't matter. Right no, now. no. Now we're this deep. We've no, got to find no. it, Donna. Okay. You can't not scratch the itch or itch the scratch, whatever. Okay. Um. Oh. Oh Lord, have mercy. Uh. Oh. Oh. Bill Burr. Wait. Oh. Steve. I think I've seen Bill oh. Burr come up. I'll confirm this, and we'll, we'll, you guys can go to your. Thank time. you. I think it's Bill Burr. Yeah, I, I think I've seen that too, but I think he did host in the past too. So let me check, and you guys can. Okay, we'll chat about yeah. other musical news. He was um, in uh, Mandalorian. That's why we cared about Bill Burr last year, remember? Is he a comedian? I'm not. He's, he's a comedian. Yeah. yeah, he's not really on my radar the way he is with other people, but I liked him in The Mandalorian. Very yeah. funny. Yes, he is hosting October 10th. But I think he's the one who was punching Baby Yoda, and I don't care for that. Mm, maybe. He <laughs> was, well, he was, he was kind of a... Yeah, he was punching him in the back. Yeah, he wasn't a nice guy in the as his character in Mandalorian, but this yeah. array from Insecure will host on October seventeenth. I love her, and nice. Biebs will be her musical guest. You guys, oh my gosh, that's going to be such a great show. She is so good, and I did finish that entire series so oh. far. So far, it'll come back. Insecure, if you haven't seen it, really good show. I believe it's on HBO Max right now. Okay. Okay, so Eddie Van Halen um, uh, passed away, as we all know, just a couple of days ago. And Sammy Hagar, who, uh, of course, took over for David Lee Roth in Van Halen. I I guess I didn't know that they had a falling out. How He was on the Howard Stern show, Sammy Hagar, and he said... Eddie and I had been texting, and it's been a love fest since we started communicating earlier this year. Hmm. But interesting, they both agreed not to tell anyone that they had quote-unquote made up because of all the rumors that it would stir up about a reunion, and they both knew that that wasn't going to happen. He also didn't want anyone to know about his health issues at the time. Oh, okay, sure. So... He did say, Sammy Hagar said, he stopped responding to me about a month ago, and I figured it wasn't good. And he said he reached out one more time last week, and when he didn't respond, he figured it was a matter of time. But it came way too soon, as we all know. Um, Eddie died on Tuesday. 
And um, side note, Van Halen's catalog sales jumped, no pun intended, uh, Mm. 6,100%. That might be my favorite Van Halen song. Really? Jump. No way. I love it. I don't know what my favorite is. But every time I hear the music start to a Van Van Halen song, I'm like, yeah. Just feels good, doesn't it? Yes, it feels summery and happy. You know, they don't really have any sad songs. Right. It just feels good. I should learn how to play that on the guitar. I'm going to rate that. Four out of five Gary's. No, I'm taking that back. Taking it back. No, I'll take it. Got to use those during the season. Oh, that's right. I get Otherwise, to use them a few weeks. What a year. did we pay that guy for? I know, right? And the organist, all that stuff. <laughs> no, anyway. organ was really expensive. Um, hey, coming up at ten thirty, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Our buddy Rocco Ooh. is going to join us in the studio. Oh, how exciting! Yep, he's going to help facilitate that game since he comes up with the questions, and I am Grant is going to be his understudy. Yep. Oh, wonderful, Grant! You have uh, a wonderful teacher. We're going to learn together. Yeah, Ooh. Rocco's never done this before either, <laughs> yeah. so this will this be really be interesting. very messy. Um, but when we come back, I thought it would be fun. We like language, and I came across a list, uh, thanks to my brother Drew, of most popular slang terms every year since 1940. Now, we'll oh. start a little later than that because of time limitations, uh, but we'll we'll go down a little bit of that list when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Hey. Along with Dawn McLean, though she has a couple of days off. I am Grant is filling in. Woo-wee. So uh, I came across a list of slang words every year from 1940 until today. This is great because we love slangs. Oh, slang is so fun. We love slangs. What's really funny about this list is if you look back, you'll see words that we still use today that were popular, say, in 1943. Oh. The word duh first appeared in 1943. Really? Yep. Even though it's associated like with the 90s. Yeah. Even in the 80s, we said duh. It actually came about in the 40s. It was added to the dictionary as a way to express actual or feigned ignorance or stupidity. No way. Way. I just can't imagine them doing that back in the old olden days. Olden days. I mean, come on. Listen, the 40s is the olden days. Come on. Let's all. Slang. Cornball came about in 1949. I'm just picking and choosing. Oh, here. like, don't be such a cornball. Yeah, an unsophisticated person. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And sentimental is another uh, definition for it. Like a cornball movie. Trite and sentimental. Mm. Oh, frenemy. No. Frenemy, 1953, you shut your face. That's a lie. Frenemy. It was popularized and added in 1953. Wow. Frenemy. Anyone who pretends to be a friend but is actually an enemy. Wow. The term rock and roll came about in 1954. I wonder who the first person who said that was. Because that's a brand new phrase, right? And those words never went together before. Mm. And now rock and roll. I mean, it's just made yes. up. Who was the first one that was like, man, that's like rock okay. and roll. Got it. The term gained fame and popular- popularity courtesy of DJ Alan Freed in the 50s in Ohio. How about wow. that? Psychedelic was in 56. We associate that with the 60s, right? Yeah, for sure. Oh, my God, Steve. Hmm. Fantabulous. No. 57. I mean, this is almost, we almost don't believe it. This is so crazy. But you know what's new is old, right? Fantabulous. What's old is new. What's new is old. Yeah. Rom- Meaning excellent or wonderful. Rom-com, 1958. Get out of here. I don't believe this list it's anymore. It's true. Klutz, 1959. Doofus, 1960. What if we went to, can we jump around a little bit? Yeah, that's. Can we go to birth years? Sure, I'm going to pick mine right now. I'm not going to tell you what the year is. Oh, Hippie, 1965. Now that makes sense. Groupie, that's mine. Groupie. Groupie. That came about in 1966. Groupie. Oh, listen to to how cute she is when she says this. Groupie. 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 She sounds like she has a stuffed nose. Like says someone on Charlie Brown. Groupie. Oh, my gosh. The word ew. 1969. Mm, you ew. Do, now, what's ew, ew, David? David? What's your year, Steve? 1983. Radical. That it, makes sense. Mine's 84. What is it? It's probably know. like gag me with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, do you see it, Steve? No, I thought you're looking at it. Oh, okay. I'll look I don't it. even. I don't even know where this list is. Oh, didn't you just give us your word? No, I, I just guessed. Oh, oh yours I is, you had the list. Oh, I do have the list. Yours is Yup. 1983 is Yup. 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 1984 is Geeked. Geek. No way. Like, I'm geeked about that. Yeah. That's cool. I'll take that. Yup. Cool Beans, 85. Cool I just beans. came across one that I could not believe came. Oh, wow. Snitty. I almost thought that had an Whoa. H in it. What does snitty mean? Snitty. Are you sure? Rude, maybe? Oh, Brewski came about in 77. I'm looking up Snitty. Hold on. Hey, Dan, get me a Brewski. Will you are out at the fridge, huh? Woke, 1972. Woke. No. It's true. <sighs> what? Snitty. Snitty. I'm looking it up. Wow. You know, they have to put pictures with all these things and everything. Oh, what a no. Yeah. Snitty means... Uh, you don't hear it anymore, but it was a common slang word used to describe someone who's disagreeably ill-tempered. Yeah, so, sure. 
Disagreeably ill-tempered. Let's go to the 2000s. Oh, McJob. That was 1986. McJob? Mm-hmm. What's that? It's, I don't think I've ever heard of that. It's just a job. Oh, like any run of them, like a... It's a low-paying job requiring little skill. McJob. McJob. Spam came about in 1990. Buzzkill is 92. We're talking about um, slang terms, the biggest slang terms in various years. Popo, 1994. Whoop, whoop. Crunk. When did that come? That was 2000. Of course. We've got twerking. Now we're getting, you know, now these are sounding more familiar. Life hack, 2004. Speaking of, we're going to be talking about life hacks coming up at 1115. Twerk. We've got retweet. We've got unfollow, subtweet, catfish, helicopter parent. Whoa. Can you go to like 2015 up to today? Jeggings. Is 2015? That's 2015. Uh, FOMO, 2016. Okay. Slay. Yo, that song slays. 2017. Bay, mm. 2019. Does Bay mean like my baby, like my my? Before anyone else, I believe. Is it's an like, acronym. B A E. Yes, a person's boyfriend or girlfriend often has a form of address. It could mean before anyone else or just a shortened form of baby. Hmm. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, Wait, baby. watch. Watch. Her. Bay. No, that doesn't work. Bay. Her burp. Her. Bay. Her. Burp. I put this up on the show links page at mytalk1071.com. If you would like to see what the most popular slang term was for the year you were born or graduated high school, whatever. Okay. You say sherbet or sherbet? Well, I know it's sherbet, but nobody says that. You look like an idiot. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for asking. How about I, you? I say sherbet. Sherbet. What an idiot! Listen to that. <laughs> I dummy. know. Listen to this. <laughs> this, this here, you guys want to hear what an unregistered voter sounds like? Sherbet. Yeah, that is <laughs> right there. Sherbet. Why don't you? Why don't you go? Sherbet. Sherbet. Herp. Sherbet. Herp. Sherbet. Herp. Sherbet. I mean, could you please? Why are we saying Sherbert, though, if it's wrong? Why does it feel so right? <laughs> I don't know. That's a really good question. Who was the first person who mispronounced it? And then it was like, yeah, let's just go with that. Whatever. I don't know, Steve. I have an idea. Life is a mystery. Give us a call. 651-641-1071. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge with special host today, Rocco, the game maker himself, the man who devises these questions, these topics, he is in the house to conduct it live. You can call now, but on me, but on Donna, if you win, uh, you get a fabulous prize. It's next. Hey, good morning, and welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, where we now play our daily game. It's time to go to college. college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Don McLean. I want to see how smart you are. Hey, Don's not here. No, who's this guy? I'm the guy that writes the questions. Rocco. Oh my gosh, Rocco is in the house now. The man himself. Rocco's always behind the scenes, and he's confusing us, and he's coming up with these creative topics, and now he finally has to 
deal with our uh, poor sportsmanship after one of us invariably loses this game. And I'm ready. I've heard some of the complaints that we can like set aside some time <laughs> after the game for you guys to okay. make some notes. Good, okay. Good. Okay. Well, we've lined up somebody. Actually, I'm going to follow Don's script. Don did a really nice job here, leaving uh, leaving Grant. I'm how do you call him? What do you I, am Grant? Grant. I am Grant. And I in in me in good hands. Okay. So I'm just going to read what Don says here. Okay. Welcome to the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yesterday, Steve won. That gives a score of 77 for Steve and 65 for Don. Yeah. And uh, we have Renee on the line. Hello, Renee. Where are you calling from today? Bloomington, Minnesota. Yeah! Hey, Renee. Woo, woo, woo. Hey. And hey, I know guys. this just off the top of my head. A uh, population of around eighty-five thousand five hundred and twenty-eight. <laughs> He's a big fan of the census. He always he just knows stuff. So welcome, Renee. Uh, if you, as Don likes to ask, if you had to eat the same thing every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh pizza. Yeah. That's yeah, right. girl. That's, that's right. Answer. So many different kinds: triangle cut, square cut, thin crust, oh. pan. Stuffed Deep crust. Dish. Stuffed crust. <laughs> Sicilian. All right, Renee, if you win today, you're going to go home with a My Talk t shirt in the size of your choosing. And today the topic is. Dun, da, da, da. Who voiced the animated character? Oh, no. Renee, it comes down to you. Who do you think knows more about who voiced the animated character, Donna or Steve? I... Steve, he should know with all those kids. So. You're right yep, about you're that. Right, That's right, girl. All right, That's bye right. now. Okay, bye, cool. Donna. How do we get you back? Send Grant out. I to am Grant yeah, Donna. Yeah, Donna. All right. Well, as soon as I see Donna leave the room, we'll start here. Right, I, uh, I am Grant's going to hit the timer after I ask the first question. Are you ready, Steve and Renee? I'm ready. Renee, you ready? Yes. All right, okay. Renee, you be quiet during this first portion. We'll come to you after I submit my answers, okay? Okay. All right. Once again, the topic is who voiced the animated character? Question number one. Voiced the movie role of Garfield in 2004 and 2006. Bill Murray. Question two. Played the title character in 2009's Fantastic Mr. Fox. George Clooney. Number three. Was Lightning McQueen in Cars. And Lightning... Okay, now Lightning McQueen uh, was Owen Wilson, I believe. And because uh, Larry the Cable Guy was Tomator. Now... This is the Pixar franchise I am least familiar with is Cars. But I'm going to go Owen Wilson, final answer. All right. Renee, how are you feeling about Steve's answers? I'm going to agree with those. It sounds pretty good. I'm thinking this. Donna, I'm going to make a bold call here. Donna will get zero correct. <laughs> zero sure. correct. Yes. All right. So we can bring Donna back in now. I am Grant. We'll go and get her. He's, he's looking for her. Yeah, this is, I feel this very kind of strong Steve's about alley. this. And I think it's really, those are good questions. It's, and there's no 70s music questions, so you did pretty well. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, Donna. Hey, man. How's it going, guys? Donna, you should know before okay. you go, I have predicted that you will get zero out of <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, we will start the music again after I ask the first question. Once again, we're looking for who voiced the animated character. Okay. Question one, voiced the movie role of Garfield in 2004 and 2006. Bill Murray. Question two, played the title character in 2009's Fantastic Mr. Fox. Mm, Not going to know that one. Um, Pass. And number three, was Lightning McQueen in Cars? Oh, oh, who was that? 
Oh, God. Lightning McQueen, Lightning McQueen. Oh, I'm going to go with the Radcliffe guy from, you know, Cliff from Cheers. <laughs> and the second one is uh, Eddie Murphy. Bye. All right. Time's up. <laughs> we are going to go through the uh, answers here. Question one was, who voiced the movie role of Garfield in 2004 and 2006? Donna said Bill Murray. Steve said Bill Murray. It was Bill Murray. Yeah. Nice job. Donna, the only reason I got that right was because of the recent legal action that was taken against Bill Murray. Is that why you got it right, too? No, I just remember talking about it for some reason in the past. You know, it's kind of a funny story, though. Only A lot of people wonder why did Bill Murray sort of slum it to play Garfield. Right. Yeah. Turns out, so he got the script and he saw that it was going to be directed by like Joel Cohen. Oh, and he's he like, thought oh, it was Cohen yes. Brothers. I'll do this for sure. And it was like some other rando Joel Cohen. You know what, Steve? <laughs> that is why. Because of the Doobie Brothers, was it? Yes, the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> yes, lawsuit. it was part of that and they made fun of him for voicing Garfield the cat. Yeah, yes. they said we would typically at this point threaten you to eternal uh, damnation, but you've already given us all that by your you know, right. involvement in Garfield. I yeah. absorbed that <laughs> right. information. All right, so question two was, who played the title character in 2009's Fantastic Mr. Fox? Steve said George Clooney. Mm. Donna said Eddie Murphy. It was, in fact, George Clooney. No way! It's a great movie. Meryl Streep is opposite him. The aforementioned Bill Murray is in that movie as well. Uh, Jason Schwartzman is in it. It's, or Schwartz, whatever, who cares? Whatever. It's He's great. in Fargo now, it's by the really way. really good. Okay. And question three, who played Lightning McQueen in Cars? Steve said Owen Wilson. Donna said Cliff from Cheers. Owen. Cliff from Cheers. It was Owen Wilson, which means Steve went three for three. <gasps> Let's get a fanfare for Steve and Renee. We need to change the score. 78 to 65. Somebody write that down we'll plug somewhere. that into Friday's script. Thanks. Thanks, Donna, you are. Renee. Yes. You won, baby girl. Thank you. Listen, I'm happy. I'm happy to help. Um, now that you've won, we're going to send you a fabulous prize. But is there anyone uh, that you would like to give a shout out to? Um, you guys for making me laugh every day. Oh, oh Renee, love you, Renee. Get Thanks out so of much. here, man. Yeah, yeah. Bye, Renee. Rocco. Bye, Renee. Yeah, was that fun? That was super I fun. It. I didn't fun care for the topic, for you guys. I know. I know. You can never run out of um, subject matter. It's fun, you know, I just kind of, sometimes I just, if I'm sitting at a restaurant or whatever going, oh, it'd be interesting to think about guys with bushy eyebrows. Yes. And I'll make a, you know, write, yes. I love that. send I myself love a note and we'll make it happen. Okay, you now Rocco, since creative. you have already put together a tiebreaker question as you do every day, what yes. we've been making a habit of now is just for fun, as an exhibition of sorts, we do the tiebreaker question. So if you have it ready, we'd love to try this I am one. I Grant and I have it ready. The question today is, name the actor and movie we're hearing here. Uncle Scar, guess what? I'm Lion King, King Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yep. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and JTT, you know, he was who all of us kids in the 90s, we wanted to be as funny as him and grow up like him. Oh, yeah. He was like in every girl's locker for our generation, wasn't he? Yeah, he was all over Tiger Beat. Like, he was always oh, on yeah. that little teeny bopper magazine, and his hair looked awesome. Whatever. <sighs> Home Donna. Donna, that was Sean Cassidy. <laughs> yes. <Am I> right? <laughs> sure. Exactly fine. Right. Whatever, Rocco. Oh, man. Thank you yeah, for we'll helping. See you tomorrow. Thank you, All Rocco. Right. Great job. Have a good show. Always. And then tomorrow, drunk down in Stoner Steve. Yeah. Yes. Do something really ridiculous to us. Can no, play we're back prof- at half speed. We're yeah. professionals. Are you kidding? Yeah. Okay. Get out of here, Rocco. Yeah. Bye. Dig deep Bye.
Good job, man. I know I am. Grant is going to get information from our winner today. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Donna, in the mid-90s, had such a stretch of just, he was untouchable. He was just, he was this cute little kid who was really funny on Home Improvement, which is where he really shot to stardom. And then he lands the voice of Simba in Disney's Lion King. I think this is in 94. And, you know, he's not seen as often anymore. But he was great. What's his name again? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, he was the kid? He was the kid? He what on, yeah. on Home Improvement? He was one of the three kids. Okay. <laughs> I feel like he made an appearance on Weeds or something. What does I he look like that. today? Is he a grown uh, up? He um he's a grown up now, yeah. <laughs> he's a grown up. He's a big boy. He's thirty nine now. Yeah, okay. I do feel like I saw him on something. Uh, he voiced young Simba in The Lion King and voiced Pinocchio. In New Line Cinema's 1996 adaptation, The Adventures of Pinocchio. Okay. Very cool. Congratulations on your win, Steve. That's exciting. Thanks. And then Google, just because it's Google, when you search Jonathan Taylor Thomas, one of the things comes up, which kid on Home Improvement died? Okay, none of them died. Wow. Jeez, Louise. None of them died. Real dark. Real, real dark. Um, hey, I want to give you a heads up on Netflix because they may finally be, um, they might stop with that binge watchers shaming that mm. says, still watching. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a little annoying. Very yeah. annoying. Yeah, it's very judgy. It'll just stop it, too. It'll just stop and say, we're not going to play this anymore until you prove to us that you're, you know, not comatose. <laughs> exactly. Well, they're testing a new message, which includes three responses. Ask again later, play without asking again, and I'm done. The play without asking again option suggests that you no longer receive the prompt, possibly forever. Okay. Okay. I like this. Play without asking again. So there, it's not 100% clear if that means you'd never see the prompt again, but... There are benefits to Netflix checking in, they say. Like, if you get distracted or you fall asleep, it's not good to have it continuing to stream for hours and hours. It also helps you place, um, I don't know, it helps keep the place where you left off, you know, for huh. a while. Yeah, right. Um, And I don't know if they're going to, I don't even know why they have to do it. You know. Just let me do it. Like, TV doesn't do that. What if they even went the opposite direction and as you went to log off they're like hey wait hang on yeah wait there's more wait there's there's, there's another episode i know like there's a different documentary about that right that'd be fun here's the thing i like to leave my tv on for my dog and i can't do it anymore Mm. because then it goes into this sleep mode or it freezes by the time i get home and i'm like what is going on you know what you should do do you have a smart tv uh not in the kitchen but yes Is, is that where the dog stays sort of because i was going to say you could go to like youtube on your smart tv and pull up a video of, of like soothing sounds for dogs and then it play, it can play for 10 hours 20 hours they have super long videos there oh okay i'll do yeah. that and it'll be hit in the middle there will be a biden ad and then a trump ad but that's fine the dog that's will fine. see through that it'll go right back to the lullabies okay that's great thank you steve i really appreciate your tips speaking of Hey! Hey! Hey, girl! Hey! 
Uh, you're you're single already, Mingo, aren't you? No, yeah, I, I, well, I, okay, just for the sake of the your bit content. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Listen, you're single, and you've been running up against a brick wall. You've had a lot of folks say no recently, and so I have a way for you to finally tear down that wall and maybe find a lasting love connection. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm really looking forward to this tip. Oh, and you tried that non-alcoholic gin that I mentioned. Don't tell me what you thought. Tell me okay. afterward. I want to figure out if it's worth me getting. Okay. Uh, we'll dig into that. We'll get tipsy when we come back. It's the Donna and Steve show on my talk. Good morning. You are listening to Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071 everything entertainment. Time for a tip. What? Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. It's a play on words. Bear, be, be. Oh, kind of. Kind of. We're going to be talking about alcohol momentarily. So, kind of, sort of. Uh, not exactly alcohol, but. Now, Donna. What do you want? You're looking for love in all the wrong places, my friend. She's the lady who looks like she shouldn't be at Hot Topic, but she's there anyway. And she's just like, may I speak to your manager? But not because she's trying to be a Karen. Because she's trying to find a love connection. She has the hots for guys who wear eyeliner, for dudes who have long hair, who looks like they don't really jibe with the government or rules just conceptually. They wear a lot of black t-shirts, no jeans, don't have holes in them, a lot of tattoos, some cool, most regrettable. That's the vibe she's looking for. Think of a failed magician. <laughs> Well, or a vampire. Donna. Oh, yeah. Oh, Halloween. That's a good time. I bet you're hoping people come trick-or-treating because you're looking for, you know, like an adult man. But you're looking for a vampire. Hey, man. What's your point? My point is this. You need to try virtual dating. And it actually is doing great things for people. People are loving it. It's tremendous. People love mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Here's why. Virtual first dates... Actually, is going to save you time. It's going to save you money. And it's actually a really good way to get to know somebody. They say that people can usually tell if they have a connection with someone 30 seconds in to a virtual date. Oh, wow. Like a video chat is what we're talking about here. It's not a perfect system, surely. There are like body language hints that you might miss out on and stuff like that. And seeing someone in person is different than seeing them on Zoom with their perfectly positioned ring light and the natural light. You know, you need to see someone in the shadows. Totally. So there's an episode of Seinfeld where there's a woman who looks good in certain light and then she turns. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God. Oh. Uh, but two thirds of people are really enjoying virtual dating this year. You'll save an average of $23 per date and you'll save 26 minutes Oh. per date. How much money? 26 minutes per date, $23 per date saved because you're not at a restaurant. Oh, you're sure. Not, you're not sure. wondering, how do I look when I eat this salad? You're just firing up a Zoom thing. You're chatting for a little bit. And then if you want to continue, you can continue. Right. I think it could really, really work. I think you should. Okay. You know, I'll get back to you. Just be open. Well, I'm very proud of you for saying open properly. Thank you, Thank you very much. Now I have a tip. All right. You gave me a tip, actually, and you said that there was this gin that is non-alcoholic. And that really caught my attention because I've never seen any quote-unquote spirits yeah. that were non-alcoholic. 
Right. So, and it comes in a really nice bottle. It's too. very pretty. It's $31. And I'm like, $31? Yeah, it feels a lot. So I got it. Oh, money back. I got it. I don't know. I was like, you know what? If this is good, it's good to have on hand. It's called Seed Lip. Okay, Seed Lip. And it comes in three different varieties. And I'm not sure I chose the proper one. It comes in citrus. Okay. Okay, it comes in okay, it comes in Grove 42 Citrus. Then it comes in Garden 108 Herbal. And then it comes in Spice 94 Aromatic. I chose the Garden Herbal. Okay. Which tastes very much like, how do you say, mm. dirt. Oh, no. Peaty, do you mean? Okay. Like peat moss kind of? Yeah, yeah. So oh. here's the key, though. You have to pour it into a glass. I did a little grenadine, a little squirt of grenadine. I think okay. a basil leaf might help. Some ice and a little bit of Diet 7-Up. And... It was fine. It was fine. I measured a shot. There's a commercial for this. Uh, Grant's going to play just a little bit of it. It's like 30 seconds. Hi there. My name's Ben. I'm the founder of Seedlip with the world's first distilled non-alcoholic spirits. And we exist to solve this dilemma of what do you drink when you're not drinking? Our story is inspired by this book, which was written in the 17th century, publishing non-alcoholic distilled herbal remedies Hmm. and my 320 years of family farming history up in the north of england fancy yeah that's it okay so if you want the non-alcoholic spirit set yeah you are looking at 125 dollars for all three of them Hmm. oh that's a lot i don't know but i mean if you're serious about you know just taking a step back and it's a, you know, it's a mental thing. Don't you think? Sure. It's like people who smoke, smoke in their car or, you know, I've got to smoke when I'm in the car or after I eat or after a cup of coffee. I yeah. used to do that. So I would carry a pencil when I quit just I in my did, hand for oh. the fidgeting of having something in my hand when I was in my car because I didn't want to smoke. In you my know car. what I did? I cut straws to the size of Perfect. a cigarette and I just had them all over the house, all over the place. And I would just... Because you're still getting that. Yep. You know, it's it's a really good tip, if yeah. I do say so huh. myself. It's a great tip, tremendous tip. Anyway, so <laughs> it's okay. I mean, you're going to have to try it for yourself. I really wish there was someone there doing samples. Yeah. Rather oh, than know, spending $30. I, I've been, there are two kinds of, I've been trying to find non-alcoholic whiskey. It's always sold out, though, when I go to get it. So there's one, it's called Ritual Zero Proof Whiskey. Okay. But it does not have great reviews. It's got three stars out of five. Which oh, in the that's world not of good. The internet is not great. There's another one, though, um, and it is called Liars. L-Y-R-E-S. Liars Non-Alcoholic Spirits. I've never heard of this. Yeah, and they have um, they have whiskey, and I would kind of uh, like... Like to try, Grant. You might not know. Donna's doing a sober October. Oh. I'm doing a 90 day cleanse, uh, cleansey kind of a thing. 90 Oof. days. That's, I'm at I'm at day 45. I'm at halfway. Half time. Halfway. Half time. You, Steve. I'll give you a belly pad for that. Oh yeah. Here I'll give myself one. <laughs> okay. Here's my chest. Here's my belly. One's wow. looser than the that, other. That belly wasn't hollow. Good no, for you. I've really lost good. eight pounds. Nice. Um, which is good. Because when I drink less, I don't get munchy at night. And I'm like, hey, that whole bag of Doritos, it's yes. 11.30? Sure. Great, let's do that. 
It is. It's uh, yeah. So anyway, um, so we're looking for some interesting things to try, especially as there gets to be a bit of a a bit of a nip in the air. I'd like to just be able to cozy up with something. Hey. Now this liars thirty five ninety nine a bottle. Yeah, it, why is it so expensive? Fifty two reviews though, and it's got four and a half stars. Okay, that's good. You know what else you can do? Somebody gave me this tip yesterday. My guy from Dean's Home Services, who uh, yeah. his wife is pregnant, and he said what she does is, and I have a friend who loves these. I don't know if you call them bloody beers. You take. I don't know if you put the. Bloody Mary mix into the beer or the beer in the Bloody Mary mix. I can't remember. But they she does it with, you know, Zing Zang or Mrs. T's, Mm -hmm. which is also excellent. And uh, and O'Doul's. So I'm going to start trying that, too, because it sounds delicious. Put me down for a one. Yes, queen. When we come back. I am Grant is going to have a dirt alert. I watched a movie about Madonna yesterday. I want to tell you about all sorts of stuff coming up. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever. So you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do. So every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts.